How do you pay, man? Huh? If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. Well, all right. Yeah. ten grand to me. Yeah. You know, ever since I turned pro in 1989, when I signed the dotted line, it was strange. everyone to another edition of straight cash homie the official podcast of sports money everywhere that's what i'm calling it right now folks but again welcome back to straight cash homie the business side of sports the dollar side of sports everything that goes on off of the court off of the field my name is neil rule sports broadcaster in the detroit area the brains behind this operation as i say all the time cameron evans founder of the evans law group also an agent with pivotal sports management as well and cam this is i guess you would say a special session of the straight cash homie podcast we got some news popping about legalized sports gambling in the state of michigan we got to lay one down, right? Absolutely, because in a blink of an eye, you know, we could be looking at some new legislation or we could be looking at we're in the same old spot where nothing is done and you got to travel out of state or out of the country to lay some money down. Absolutely. And this is something, Cam, that we talked about earlier, and you can catch up with all the Straight Cash Homie podcasts. If this is your first one you're listening to, subscribe on iTunes. You'll get the latest ones that come right to your iPhone. We're also on SoundCloud as well for the non-iPhone users, so you can get that app and listen to it. And you can go back. And this is a this is a subject that we have talked about in the past, and it's something that keeps poking its head into the news. And, and Cam, I felt it was important to get together with you today because I, I believe in my heart, I believe this is something that is getting close. We're, we're talking about bills being introduced, being voted on, passed in, in some agencies as well, where they will get to the governor's desk and, and await either a veto or an approval, and, and we'll see everything that's going on. But Cam, 30,000 feet, as, as I look at this right now, I get the gut feeling that this will happen, and it's a matter of everybody determining how big of the slice of pie that they're going to get will be. I, and I think you're spot on, is that where we stand right now in November of 2019, the odds are in, you know the best position ever to get this passed um, because Michigan, like a lot of other states, uh, are looking for revenue. Um, and this is a new stream of revenue where it wouldn't be, quote unquote, taxing the individual. You'd be getting the taxes from the casinos. Um, and, you know, the governor ran on a platform and was elected on a platform or fixed the damn roads. Um, it is still a priority. It was not taken care of in the budget battle that took place over the summer and ended in September of this year. Um, and the lack of revenue um, is an issue that confronts the legislature and it confronts the governor. And this has become come front and center because right now there's 17 other states that's already passed legalized sports gambling um, and it is going to you know we're going to have to either you know thumbs up or thumbs down on it um, but we the more it sits here the more revenue that is lost right and, and we'll get into to each party of this and, and what their thoughts are. But I wanted to start right there with it, Cam. And you are listening to the Straight Cash Homie podcast. Subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Neil Rule, Cam Evans with you. But I did want to touch on this because going back to it, this is a subject I said in the past that we have done podcasts on. You can go back and listen to them. And my main point of contention through all of it, and I, I didn't concern myself with percentages or taxes or anything like that. I said, hey, look, let's bottom line this. And you and I talked about this before this whole craze started, before New Jersey was up and running. I, I had the, the sneaking suspicion that Michigan was going to be the one that was 
at the rest stop pumping gas while all the other states around would be on the highway in the fast lane going down the road. And Cam, look, man, I, I'm not a political person or anything like that. I, I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't get into that. I don't, I don't propose to get into that. All I'm saying is this. Big opportunities have been lost. They're continuing to be lost, and revenue is being missed out on. You're absolutely correct. And Michigan, at the time that it became legal in summer of 2018, based on the Supreme Court's decision, um, it had other priorities. Um, and you had a governor that had other priorities than passing some type of gaming legislation that would have um, legalized sports betting in Michigan. And there's only so much bandwidth that they have. And that bandwidth was taken up. Um, now that bandwidth is, has, I don't know if it's expanded or not, but this has come into the pipeline. And it's going to have to be dealt with um, because the legislature, I am convinced, is not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, is going to um, pass a bill that authorizes sports betting in Michigan um, and it's going to be placed on the governor's desk and she's going to have a decision to make and you know if they negotiate her team negotiates a deal they like up front as to what that revenue stream is going to look like and, and a lot of other particulars that go into making sure that you have a an ethical um, bill in place that's not going to rip off the public and you're going to have um, you know money in there to take care of people who end up with gambling addictions and everything else that kind of goes into the, the pot here. Um, you know, if she can negotiate something she likes up front, then, you know, the chances are, the odds are, if I was a betting man and I'm not, she'd sign it. But if she's unhappy with it, she is showing no hesitancy to get out the veto pen and say, nada, I'm not doing it. You you know and throw it back in the legislature's lap, Cam. When you look at it from that perspective, and and there's two angles to this, and, and I'll do I'll do the percentage stuff first, and mainly to to summarize this because I'm a regular Joe. I'm just a, a common guy, and I don't. That's why I bring you on board for the legal uh, mumbo jumbo and all that stuff. You can break that stuff down. I'm just a regular guy, and the, and these are terms that I understand. It and here is my understanding, and and I took the story from the Free Press and Kathleen Gray at Freep.com. The main concern for Whitmer's Governor Whitmer's camp is 8.75 percent is is the proposed tax on on this on the sports betting and the online gambling and all that stuff. She feels that it's too low. Now, as it stands, that would be the second lowest tax in the country. Under it would be lower than anybody else except for Nevada, who's kind of the the OGs uh, <laughs> as, as it comes to as it comes to sports gambling. So. While I want this to happen, just just from a revenue perspective, and because I have friends, Cam, and we were before we went on air, I have good friends of mine that said, "Hey, we're popping over to Windsor this weekend. We're going to go bet on some of the football games because they have their little parlay lottery type thing that they do over there for sports gambling." But they wanted the action. You're lose every day that goes by, and this was my concern that that Michigan would be left left on the side of the road. Every day that goes by, you lose revenue to people that are my very good friends that I've been friends with for a long time that want the action. You know, they're not habitual betters or anything like that, but it's fun to go to go have some action on a game and watch it and have a couple of drinks and yell at the TV and all that stuff. Every day that goes by, this doesn't happen. They are missing out on that's That's a fact, not opinion. But they're missing out on the revenue and they're missing out of being able to provide a service to citizens of the state of Michigan that the citizens want. Legal and illegal sports betting is huge business. Right. And that money is being placed um, illegally in Michigan right now. You know it is. 
everywhere across the country. Um, and so this is, an, an, you know, okay, there's a need, there's a want, there's a desire on behalf of the population to be able to have legalized sports betting. We know that it can be done and done in a way that is ethical and that it's not going to cheat people because you, you got Nevada and now you get 17 other states. Well, 16, Nevada is part of that 17 that say, hey, this is how you can do it. This is how it can be monitored. You just look at the success New Jersey has had. Um, they overtook Nevada in, in wagering. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you and I knew this was going to be popular. I, I did not I did not expect that. I had to go back and listen to our episode that we did after the Supreme Court decision, and we were talking about New Jersey, when they were going to be, get up, and when that first um, bet was going to be placed, um, and it, how they were how they looking to um, create the, um, the infrastructure there for their system and the like. And if I think we were talking about, we would not be shocked, given where New Jersey is located, right. that it would eventually outpace Nevada in the amount of gross betting revenue that they receive because it's it's sitting right there with multi you know you know multi multi millions of people with a lot of money that want to sit around and bet um, and so you know in Michigan this is a revenue stream that you know it's at some point the spigot's going to be turned on they're just trying to decide where the water's going to go and how many buckets are going to come underneath it um, and at the end of the day, you got to think the casinos are going to be all for it. Yes, yes, they want to put as much money in their pocket, so they rather only pay 8.7% tax to the state instead of 15 or 20%, whatever that top line may be. But Michigan's got something also that's different than a lot of other states because Michigan has a pact with the tribal casinos. Right. Um, where we get revenue in uh, for certain um, you know, uh, video gaming uh, revenue that comes in. And there's provisions in there. And if sports spreading comes in online to the casinos that are non-tribal casinos, we don't include the tribes, um, they have a right to walk away from that agreement. So you could have revenue coming in, you could have revenue going out. Um, a lot of stakeholders here, a lot of people that want to be around that table. Um, and, and we'll see, but you, you have to think that there's going to be a way that they're going to thread the needle and people are going to start being able to put bets illegally in Michigan. Um, or it's going to become such a big issue if they don't do it, you know, it, does it become what people run on uh, come the next election cycle to be able to get people in to do it? Wow. I mean, when you start peeling back the layers to the onion, man, there, there just are a lot of them. Neil Rule, Cam Evans, a straight cash homie podcast. Glad to have you along. Another episode, episode number 18. As a matter of fact, remember, you can go back on our iTunes and SoundCloud page, listen to all the ones. Hey, really go back to that, <laughs> that that initial sports gambling one that we did, too. And we we talked about this. We knew this would be the story. It's It's been a an absolute bomb that has gone off in New Jersey. They are raking in revenue. Now, with that being said, Cam, I, I do hesitate because when you look around the news and, and the reports and all the revenue that is coming in, I think it will be easy for some people to maybe be disappointed because Michigan is so late to the party with this and you look around at what New Jersey is bringing in and, and the, the astronomical figures that are coming in, they are late to the party. So there's a tax to be paid for that, in my opinion. I mean, they're late to the party tax, as I like to call it. Because it is something that has been around us for so long, maybe the, the revenue boom will not quite be what some who don't understand the industry would expect. That could be. Um, people may, you know, they'll, they'll still have their trips to 
Nevada. Uh, go to Vegas. So I don't go out there for the first weekend of the Final Four. I want to go out there Super Bowl weekend. There's something about being in Vegas that is different. You know, has New Jersey turned into that for the people on the East Coast? Maybe it's easier to get to. I don't know. Uh, but there's a draw to Vegas, um, especially for, I think, people here, you know, east of the Mississippi. Um, you can't change the fact that it's November 2019 and there's no bill yet passed in Michigan that, that legalizes. That's revenue that has washed down the stream and you're never going to go get it. Um, to me, the most important thing is to make sure that they get it right at this point in time. Um, so when it's put on the books, um, the there's no unintended consequences, let's hope, of saying six months down the road of, well, gee, I didn't realize this was going to happen. You kind of look at it, you know, the huge reform, you know, for, their, for our listeners here in Michigan that we did on automobile insurance, you know. Well, there's some unintended consequences that now are coming out. People don't like what was passed with the whole intent of trying to save people money. You see it with the transfer portal and NCAA, the unintended consequences is now well, kids can basically leave anytime they want. Sure. So do you, you you want to make sure that you get this right um, and with transparency so people would truly know what's happening with the money and the budget. Um, you know, some people, you know, referenced the lotto when it came in and it was going to fund public education. Well, you know, public education was funded out of the general fund before that. And so all the lotto money came in. Well, guess what? They didn't keep all the money there from the general fund. Yeah, it wasn't an add-on. It was a substitute. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that money was spent elsewhere. And, and, and if you're going to do it, you know, and, and, and if I'm the governor, um, which thankfully I'm not, I never want that job. No. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> or do I. If, if, or the legislature. If you're going to come in, if you're going to draw a line in the sand and say, this is, this is the way that we're going to fix the damn roads here in Michigan. Well, guess what? That better be a slam dunk correct statement, because if it turns out that you lose your job, it, right, that has consequences. You will lose jobs. You will lose political power. Um, you'll lose trust and faith in people if if the roads turn out that they don't be fixed, or we don't have the money, or the money didn't go here; it actually went someplace else. Um, and that's where you know I, that to me, I think, is a benefit of taking it slow is that hopefully all of these issues can be vetted out and that if it's going to be used to fund the roads or fund anything else, I mean, maybe it's going to you know, fund public education. I don't know what they're going to fund, but that's what they're fighting over. It's like everything else. People fight over the money. Right. It's as simple as that, and that's where they're trying to divvy up the pot right. here. Well, I mean, let's let's bottom line this, Cam. This, this is not, while, while the subject matter certainly is something new, that this whole process and everything that's going on, particularly here in the state of Michigan, is not anything new. There's a product out there that can be taxed by the government, provided by people who the less tax they pay, the more money they get to keep, parlayed with the fact that you talked to see parlay. I worked that one in there. That's, that's good. That's great word usage. Parlayed with the fact that you have, as you said, shareholders that, that represent different areas. And, it, and it's interesting to see when the voting takes place, people will cross party lines in that <laughs> you see the people that represent downtown Detroit tend to see things a certain way. The people that represent the districts where the, where the, where the tribal casinos are, they have their certain way that, that they vote on things. Uh, the, the 
the person that's adamant against sports gambling, whether you know they maybe they're older citizens that don't feel that that has any place in it, versus the younger citizens that you know say, hey, you know everyone's going to do it anyway, so let's let's go ahead and go for it. It is interesting to see that all of those scenarios still do prevail. They do, and and and, and people they look at their constituencies, they look at it, but it can be certainly things that can um, be voted on, maybe not necessarily on party lines, um, which is odd in the political realm in which we live. And Well, there's one party that everybody's <laughs> loyal to that, that we talk about here on the Straight Cash Homie podcast. That's and, in the title. And that's the Green Party, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and we're not talking about the you know, the environmentalists out there. <laughs> no. Um, it's, it's, it's right. It's, it's Green is the color of justice. Green is the color of money. Green is the color of envy. It can be a lot of things, but that's what drives things. And right now, like I said, it's, it's the revenue streams. It's If you're in Detroit, it's protecting the casinos. It's expanded the casinos because no matter what tax they're paying, they're going to see, in my opinion, a significant growth in their business. If you can, no if you have legalized sports gambling, now the question, the bills right now are only online. You wouldn't be able to go down to MGM, but you could be doing things online, um, and you can then you could go watch your bets. MGM's got that beautiful new sports facility. All the TVs like sitting in Vegas um, that you could go and watch. Uh, you just have to place your bets beforehand or offsite. Imagine is where it's going to be, um, but it's not going away. No, it, it certainly is not. I had those very friends I spoke about were, were at MGM this weekend and sent me a picture of, of the facility, uh, and, and it was impressive. That's exactly the look that it had. It had that Las Vegas, big screens everywhere. Lots of available boards, too, where you could put information on those screens. Yeah, and they're, they, they built that for the growth um, because you figure that even if step one's online sports gambling being legal at some point in time is going to be, all right, we need to be like Vegas. We sure. need to do that. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to continue to watch it. And more, what's intriguing to me is that this has switched from a media coverage, from being the focus of the sports enthusiasts and the betters to the business journalists and the news journalists out there right. diving deep into it, paying attention, um, which also tells you how serious this is being treated in the legislature, in my opinion, that you're looking at some point before next summer when they go on the recess um, to having them come to, to pass a bill and put it on the governor's desk, um, and then the governor will have a choice to make. Well, this circles back, Cam, to, just to bring it back to, to step number one. The, the attention seems to almost have that negative connotation to it to say, hey, citizens, you are missing out on this revenue that everyone around you is getting from a roads perspective or a school perspective or, as you said, what, whatever it's going to fund, it's funding in other places. And I think if we know anything about people today, especially in the social media realm that we live in right now, FOMO. Every, nobody wants to be missing out on anything. There, there's a fear of missing out, and if somebody else is getting something that you're not, that that certainly is something that will affect your decision making. And the business writers and, and the business journalists that you just spoke of that are shining a light on this right now, I think have really been instrumental in turning up the heat on how this happens because of that, because now the constituents, the voters, the people I feel like they're – you know, they're, like they're missing out on something here, which I guess technically they are. They are, and it could be, you know, f as as a citizen, and what you hear out there, you know, the governor's like, you know, we're going to fund the road fix with a forty-five 
sent a gallon increase in the gas tax was her proposal. Well, that didn't go anywhere with the legislature, but it certainly didn't go unnoticed by citizens. Right. Like, wow, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's money out of my pocket that I am directly paying every time sure. I go to the pump to fix the roads. Well, maybe I don't have to pay 45 cents more gallon to fix the roads. Maybe it can be I can actually go and enjoy myself if you're better. Knowing that the money that I'm going to spend in betting, some of that money is going to go to the state, and I'm going to spend that money anyways. They like it's like going out and buy a steak dinner. It's something they enjoy to do. Sure. So if they want to win or lose, draw whatever. It's the experience. And again, we're talking about the people that don't have you know an addiction to it. You know, this, it, it, which you 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 pray for those people, and you got to be worried. Okay, what are we going to do? Because this obviously is going to affect them, and it's going to give them another avenue to go and feed their addiction, um, and and the, the ruinous consequences that have on their lives and families' lives. Um, and so you want to make sure, if it's just sitting from my own perspective, that you have something in there to help those people with gambling problems. But you know, for the vast majority of people, it's like, what am I going to do with my, my for my recreation? How am I going to spend my disposable income? This is what I want to spend it on. I enjoy it. Now, if I can enjoy it, and then I don't have to pay more money at the pump, where I don't enjoy spending money, then you know, life is good. It's got it can get. You can see where the traction comes from. It's it's a natural thought process that, hey, we can get the roads fixed or other funding issues that we have without having to raise taxes on the taxpayers, which you'd think if you're a legislature or a governor, you're like, well, that's a that's a pretty damn good solution. And we got to take a look at this because if we can get more revenue in and people don't care about paying it, then win win right there. Win win, absolutely. Yeah, and it, and it's interesting. You're listening to Straight Cash Homie podcast available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just search Straight Cash Homie podcast. Click subscribe, and you are in there. Neil Rule, Cameron Evans, with you. It's interesting to me, Cam, too. Uh, just to kind of wrap this discussion up, but to, but to hear Michigan's governor, Governor Whitmer, talk about. One of her concerns, not only is the 8.75 proposed tax rate too low, which would be the second lowest in the country behind Nevada, her other concern is the lottery money she feels that fund schools that we talked about would be negatively impacted because people would now gamble on sports and that would take some of that discretionary income that you talked about away from the lottery to, to where, and this is where I'll interject opinion on that, where I think that that is an incorrect assumption because people that play the lottery tend to share a certain demographic, I guess you would say. And they don't strike me as the kind of people that are going to go to the window and take the Detroit Lions plus two at Oakland. At least for their sake, I hope they don't. <laughs> Why would they ever take the Lions? That's, that's a whole other story. Um, no, but these are the things that need to be working through. And that's why if you, if you take your time, if you kind of pump the brakes – and, and say, okay, what are the effects? What's going to happen? And that is a legitimate concern that the governor has is, all right, sure are is. we going to lose revenue out of the lottery system that goes to fund the public schools right now? And should some of the money that's coming in through this tax on online gaming, gaming and whether that includes sports or just regular online gaming, at some point it's going to be, it's going to be covered. You know, should some of that go to fund public schools? Um, and I think it's going to be a big fight. As I said, she's a stakeholder. She's going to try to negotiate something. Um, she wanted more money going into the public schools as part of the 45-cent gas tax. That was not all going to go to fix the roads. Some of that was going to go towards public schools. Um, but these are the things you got to look at. 
it, it is it is a chess game. You move one piece, it has an effect in every other piece on the board, um, and it's trying to be able to look down the road and you know and 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 and, and see what's happened. It's like calling a football game. You know, your play on first down can set up the play on a third down, but maybe that's set, setting up a play on third down in the fourth quarter. Um, and 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 how you're going to influence things, um, and and everybody's got to get to a table. But I, I think again is, and I'm really hoping this for the state of Michigan, it is a matter of of when and not if that they're going to ever come to an agreement that everybody can accept. Won't be ideal. All the stakeholders will not throw up when they see it, and you will move forward in the initial step of legalized sports gambling in Michigan. Cam, real quickly before we get out of here, how, how do you see this shaking out? And I, I guess because you are the brains of, of the operation here, the Straight Cash Homie podcast, maybe as best you can, just, just kind of paint a scenario how you see this moving forward. Because now you're, as far as the legis- legislators go, you're up against a timeline now with, with winter recess and winter break. Just real quickly, Cam, before we, we cut out of here, just give us a timeline and kind of how you see this thing shaking out. As I like to say, if I could see the future, I'd be a gambler, not a no, lawyer. No, <laughs> no I, I understand that. But, but given your experience and you know knowing somewhat the landscape. In, it's the landscape. I would think that by the end of the first quarter of 2020, so you know, end of March of, of 2020. Final four time. Oh, I, I, Yes, because I, I think you're going. You, you will have something to the governor by then, if not before. But I think that is where, if I was going to put a finish line, that you're going to have a bill on the governor's desk where she would have to decide whether to sign it or veto it, because this is not going to go away from the media's attention as to what's going to go on. And then you start looking at the events between now and then: Super Bowl, early February. Man, if we could bet in Michigan, why can't we bet in Michigan? And then, as you said, and then you can get into March Madness uh, and the Final Four in college basketball. And if it's just going to be that invisible hand pushing this bill forward because people are going to start to have an outcry of why can't we do it here? And people, legislation say, why are we missing out on this revenue? Um, and, and that should give them enough time to sit there and go and negotiate. Um, but again, I'm not putting money on it because I don't want to lose money uh, and it could be well past March. Um, but I, I would be shocked and, and disappointed if, if, if they didn't get done from the standpoint of at least a bill passed through the legislature. Well, there you have it, folks. Again, uh, I appreciate, Cam, you joining us here for a special uh, special session, I guess, since we're uh, being congressional right now. We, we had a special house session here. <laughs> there we go. It's always a pleasure to jump on and you know talk about you know sports business stuff and certainly you know online sports betting in Michigan. It's not going to go away. I know we're going to talk about it in the future, but it was a great day to talk about it and I always enjoyed sitting down with you. Absolutely. He is Cameron Evans of the Evans Law Group, also an agent with Pivotal Sports Management. My name is Neil Rule. Appreciate everybody listening. Remember, subscribe on iTunes. Just click subscribe and you are in there. We talk about everything off the field, usually in the bank accounts. That's how we roll here on the Straight Cash Homie Podcast. Again, my name is Neil Rule. Thank you all for listening, everybody.